Welcome to Art Kids, the podcast hosted by three college buddies, Lisa, Reese, and Tracy, where we talk about all things art. In this episode, we dive into the culinary arts and the dinner party as an artistic expression and experience throughout the years. Gobble gobble. Mm-hmm. Y'all excited? Y'all ready for that food? I'm ready for that food. I can't wait to have some stuffing with some um peppers in it and turkey, sausage. Oh my gosh. I love my sister's stuffing. It's the best. She puts sausage in her stuffing. She puts lots of things. I can't give away all the secrets, but it's very good. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. And the turkey. The turkey's slamming. Ooh. She makes like two turkeys or something. You guys have big Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes she makes like seafood too. She she kind of goes all oh, out. Damn. Yeah, like shrimp and stuff. And it's good. I can't wait to eat. And the desserts. I mean, she's been making cakes like all year. So I can't wait to have one of her cakes. Yeah. Oh, that sounds awesome. Are you excited about Thanksgiving? I am. <laughs> um, Thanksgiving's not my most favorite of all the holidays. Like... In my family, it's Christmas is like the really good dinner menu and everything. Um, but this year, I'm actually going to be joining Tracy, I think, for Thanksgiving. So I'll be up north and I'm going to hop on hers. So, yeah, I'm excited. That is so cool. I'm so jealous. You can come join us. You can too. Oh, my gosh. I think I'm going to be booked because I'm also potentially having a Friendsgiving. Are you guys doing Friendsgiving this year? Um thought about it i don't think it's gonna happen (laughs) it's been like a lot of things going on all in a really tight span of time yeah i hear you but i'm like really psyched about doing charades and like karaoke so like it like needs to happen yeah i haven't done a friendsgiving in years actually yeah friendsgiving is fun friendsgiving i think i we've been floating around the idea of maybe a new year's eve party instead Mm, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I never know what to do for New Year's. We have like, um, I know this is our Thanksgiving episode, but usually hibachi is kind of like our go-to thing with a group of friends for New mm. Year's. But um, I don't know, maybe it's time to switch it up. Hibachi is quite the experience. They be doing all those things and flipping it in the air and stuff. I like it. Right. Squirting things in people's mouths. You know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. There's always like, I don't know. Thanksgiving is amazing because it's like a combo celebration for my family. Um we get to celebrate my brother's birthday. Um every Is it on Thanksgiving basically? It's well, depending on the year. So when's Thanksgiving this year, the 23rd, his birthday's on the 19th. I don't think it ever quite falls on Thanksgiving. I think it's a little too early, um, mm. but it's like always the time that everybody kind of comes together. So we get to celebrate birthdays. Um, usually we would celebrate my grandpa's birthday. Um, this will be the first year we don't get to celebrate his birthday. Yeah, he rested. Um, um, but yeah, so it's like kind of a combo celebration. Thanksgiving. Is it Eric's birthday? Birthdays. Yeah. So 
it's always fun. You get lots of different um, desserts. My mom usually pulls something new out every year. But um, cream puffs. She makes some. She makes cream puffs. <laughs> yeah, like FYI, Tracy's mom's a candy maker, so she like really knows what she's doing. Yeah, oh, and, she bakes, and she bakes. She bakes with Trace. They're like bakers mm-hmm. together. I've always said that Tracy's parents remind me of the parents from Happy Days. They like still always do. I love them. Yeah, they're super adorable. They are. So yeah, I'm excited. It'll be a. It's been a little. It's been. I feel like it's always like longer than it is when I go up to see them. It'll be almost a month by the time I get up there for that. So yeah, it'll be nice to see everybody and to have Lisa. I'm excited. It'll be great. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So talking about food, dinner parties, holiday dinners. Today we are gathered to discuss <laughs> culinary arts and the art of the dinner party. Yeah. I'm kind of excited to talk about because I love dinner parties. Like I don't get to have them that often, but throwing dinner parties is like one of my favorite things to do. We're yeah, moving you- into the era now. I think we need to make that a goal going forward. Remember Janet used to have like dinner like with yeah. her friends all the time? Yeah. I really loved that. That was really nice. She it's would like- do what? She would have people over for dinner all the time, like oh. uh, when she lived in the city and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. Me, Trace, Abby. It was really nice. Yeah, it was fun. It was just like, uh, she's also like a really wonderful cook too. So I think that just made it even like more special because she would make the bomb stuff. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Shout out to Janet, Janet Lee, who was on our, one of our previous, two of our previous. We love you. Yeah, we love you, Janet. <laughs> So how should we kick it off? Mm, pretty good. Um, I started a new job, so I'm excited about that last week. Nice. Congrats. Um, thank you. And I don't know, like just things are looking up. I mean, I feel like I'm seeing my friends a little bit more now. I mean, I always like talk to my friends on the phone and FaceTime and stuff like that. But like um, I had pizza with my friends a couple of weeks ago. That was really nice. We tried to do this thing where we like, um oh this kind of blends into this dinner party thing to some extent but we like try different pizza places everywhere nice. um so like because dawn loves pizza um i mean i love pizza too but i really love a barbecue chicken slice and i'm just kind of like stubborn about that but like i've been trying different types of pizzas and stuff like that that's exciting do you have a favorite a a favorite so far yeah so far um so far i had a sesame chicken sliced pizza and that was exciting i didn't rate it that high so i'm not gonna like blow up the spot of like the place i really went to i felt like it was a little dry it could have been it was an, it was an experience yeah. but it was a little dry so like yeah back to my barbecue chicken slices um but yeah, I mean, I love a good hot honey slice. Ooh, with- I just had one the other day. It was like a pepperoni with the hot honey. Mm-hmm. I was uh, surprised how much I actually liked it. Yeah, hot honey. I love hot honey. Oh my God. So yeah, we're just like going around rating places and giving it ratings for real. Like we're serious. So we're snobs about pizza now. 
<laughs> Idris, there's this pizza place um in Raleigh that makes this pizza. I don't I can't remember what they call it, but they put potato chips on it, mm. chicken, mm. ranch dressing is drizzled throughout, and then something else. And like I, the the law firm I worked at, like everyone freaked about this. They loved it, they talked about it all the time, and I was like skeptical. And it's not something I can eat all the time, but I have to say it is really good. And I feel like you would love it. Oh, I would love that. That sounded yeah. right at my alley. That's decadent. Okay. And you got chicken on it. So I'm already there. So that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I love chicken and pork. If you put like <sighs> pork on it. Oh my gosh. Has anyone made a pulled pork pizza? Yeah. I feel like we're mm -hmm. digressing, but pulled pork mm -hmm. pizza, please. Somebody, uh, free ideas. Come on. I what I need pineapple. the last time I was up for a visit um I was trying to find ZDP pizza and I didn't locate it so I need to be doing that over the next couple of weeks is yeah. find me some fucking ZD pizza again because I know what it was so it was that place called Supreme they were the ones that used to have the ZD pies and that they no longer exist oh man I know so I someone will have it I'll find it I'll locate it somewhere I think I went to a place called Supreme. I wonder if it's the same place or like. No, they were in New Paul's, dude. When we were in school, that's where we would go after mm. after our nights out. One on the corner. Um, it's still a pizza place. It's called Best Pizza, but it's not the best. No, I'm kidding. Don't me on that. <laughs> Can't rate. We've never been there. Maybe I'd feel differently if you'd put some ZD pizza. In there. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> All right. And Idris, that's going to be, uh, you got to put that one on the list just so we can read it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was just thinking, um, what are you thankful for this year? Because it's Thanksgiving. So it's Thanksgiving season. Are you feeling grateful? Definitely. I am. I'm excited. I feel like good things are coming. Um, say this in every time we talk about things we love, but I'm not like really grateful for this podcast and everything we've done this year and like the evolution of things and what's to come. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to be seeing y'all and um, just been like a really great year of time with like reconnecting with really good deep friends and then like getting closer with my family and just like really what matters. And I've gotten a lot of clarity on a lot of things and I've set some goals and um, I can't say that like, you know, wasn't, not like there wasn't ups and downs and hard parts, but like a lot of really great stuff came out of all of that. So I'm like super grateful this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ditto. How about you, Trace Face? Yeah, I mean, I could say similarly, I think um, I'm grateful for the extra time I had this year to do the things that I haven't been able to do in previous years. Um, I'm grateful for having everybody around me. Like, I don't know. I don't know. What am I thankful for? <laughs> that great wig you have on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's wearing a pink wig to our listeners. Listen, she said I, she was going to wear I it. I promised and I have yeah. delivered. Yeah, she delivered. I'm thankful that I was able to crawl up into my attic today and not get stuck or fall off the ladder <laughs> while retrieving it. <laughs> you know, safety. Safety first. <laughs> did it chris chris was spotting me on the way down i don't know we whoever built this house and did things to it was like next level <laughs> um, we have to crawl through a hole 
16 feet up a wall to get into her attic. Oh my god. Um, it is very cumbersome and not user-friendly. Sounds dangerous. It is, I feel like it is a little bit, yeah. <laughs> what am I grateful for? I think I'm grateful for, like, um, I mean, I know I'm grateful for my friends and family. I don't know where I'd be without my friends and family. Um, I've had, like, a rocky couple of years. Um, and I don't know, it just feels like things are kind of, like, aligning again now. And it's really nice. Um, I think you go through the rough times to appreciate the good times. I know that sounds corny and cliche. But, like, you look back on the other times, and you're like, you know, maybe that just wasn't the right fit for me. Maybe I'm like supposed to be going through some sort of learning journey experience thing. And uh, that's what I feel like I'm going through right now. And um, I know this also sounds kind of corny, but like really feeling like I'm loved by my sisters lately. Like, Aww. cause they like talk about me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> they like talk about me amongst each other. And then they're like, they like, I don't know, I guess like someone told me. And so now I like know that they have conversations about me and like they want me to like start a business with them. And like, it's just, Aww. everything's just really exciting. So it's a validation. Yeah. Yeah. It's always nice to have a little bit. I've always looked Even up to if them. you know, but it's still. Yeah. yeah, I love my sisters, you know? So it's nice. You come from a very talented bunch. You don't like you're you're humble and quiet about it, but you all have your like amazing. I mean, all of you have amazing skills, and you're just like an awesome brew. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm very appreciative of it. Um, and my mom, she's been so fantastic uh, this past couple of years or several years or whatever. Um, so yeah, I've been really grateful for my family and I'm going to spend Thanksgiving with my family. So it's really exciting. And then um, hopefully I see my friends for Friendsgiving, which is also really exciting. Cause like I said, I want to play charades. <laughs> <laughs> and my friends are really good at it. So that's going to be really exciting, but they might be bad at karaoke. Cause I feel like they don't know any popular songs. So oh that's going to be funny. I I recently played a game and I'm not going to know what it's called because I'm bad with names, but it's like Pictionary slash telephone. So you each have a little pad, you get a card with a word, you have to draw and then you pass it to the person next to you and they have to guess and like write down the word and then it gets passed to the person next to them and then they see the word and they have to draw that word oh, and it boy. goes around the circle so the mm. more people you have the funnier it is because by the time it gets back to you you have to look at the last drawing to see if it matched your word do you uh, really have a dictionary telephone because i need to play this it's, i can't remember what it's called but it, it is hysterical and it's um even better if you sprinkle in a couple kids because <laughs> mm -hmm. they like have a mind of their own yeah like, or they just like some of the words while most of them are pretty simple and doable whatever um yeah some of them they'd be like what there's also this other oh, i spent a lot of time playing games recently i guess but there was this other kids game that i played where it's like you know the phone game heads up heads up mm -hmm. yeah. i love that game so it's like Emily kids, to make this play. Yeah, it's like the kids' version of that game, and you get a headband, and then you put the card in the headband, and it's um 
a word, but it also has a picture. So say it's like rocket, it says rocket, but then it has a picture of the rocket and it's like 20 questions and you have to ask questions to try and guess the card that's on your head. Yeah, I love that. It's for like, I don't know, eight and up or something. And there were three adults and one kid playing. And like, I think some of the words we were like, um, like platypus? What? <laughs> like, I didn't even know what that really is. Good. Like, they were so. Some platypus of them, is really good. Some people have no idea, I bet, like, what the hell a platypus is or like. Yeah. I was like, this is a pretty intense kids game. Yeah. But that would be a fun drinking game to play. Yeah. Also, these are really great, like just Thanksgiving games. I mean, I know I said Friendsgiving and all, and we were just talking about playing games, but like ultimately, like after you're done eating or before you're before you even eat while you're waiting for the turkey and everything, you could play some of these games. It'd be really exciting. Yeah, my family usually plays cards, some sort of card games. We'll sit around, play like poker or something. Nice. Which is fun. Especially if like my aunt comes over, she's always like my coach because I'm not really good at playing poker. <laughs> uh, I just spend her money. I like um, uh, blackjack twenty one. That's mm-hmm. what I used to play when I like one of the places I bartended at. We would play that after our, like just like when all of us would hang out afterwards. There was like a good year to two years there. We'd play that all the time. That's the one game I can do and I could win and I'm good at all the other ones. <laughs> not so much, but Vegas. I can get down with some of that. What'd you say? You need to go to Vegas so you could bet. Oh my God. I still haven't been to Vegas yet. I do actually. I haven't seen a lot of show episodes of that. But um, heads up though, man. My, whenever we would go, like not when I was working, but free time at the bars, my friend Emily, she loves games and I'm not always the biggest game person. And I like am reluctant to do them sometimes, but she would get us to play heads up all the time. And it was the one game I would do, but sometimes you'd have to like coach, coax me into it. And um, we would buy the specialty packs. So we get the 90s one. And man, the 90s pack of Heads Up, I was so good at. Look, that's yeah. that's my jam. They also have a Heads Up, the Ellen DeGeneres game or whatever. Oh, on, yeah. On like, I mean, probably more than just iPhone. But mm-hmm. um, so on your whatever device you have and you download it. They also have like a Netflix version of the Ellen DeGeneres Heads Up game. Yeah, it's really awesome and it's fun to play and uh, really interactive too. Yeah. Mm. So if you don't want to go out there and buy something that's physical, you could do the digital route and get the heads up game and play that this holiday season. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Cool, cool, cool. So today we're talking about dinner parties. Yeah, man. Let's uh let's talk about food more. <laughs> So what are some of your favorite foods and non-favorite foods? I hate Thanksgiving food. (laughs) 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 Sorry, it was sorry. I love Thanksgiving food. No, no, no. Thanksgiving food's great. One more time. I mean, do you like, okay, if you had to pick like a holiday, who has the best food? Is it like Thanksgiving, Easter, or Christmas? Christmas. Christmas is pretty. It's a toss up for me. Yeah. Because. Pate this year. I feel I'm going to side with Lisa on some things here because we both come from Italian families. Right. Yeah. 
Um, and Italian food is spectacular. Christmas spectacular. Eve was my grandma's time to shine. Mm-hmm. We would make all the foods. And it was like the best. There was like sausage and peppers. Mm. But like ziti. Anything you could imagine. Lasagna? Um, She did. I don't know that. can't remember her ever doing a lasagna for Christmas Eve. Was, I think it was always ziti. And mm. then the peppers and onions. And we'd have cold cuts and like all of the sauce. Antipast. Yeah. <laughs> and the bread. Mm-hmm. And you could never eat enough because she said so. Mm. You didn't it's eat, true though. Didn't eat um, my family would always do, we do, we still to this day do Christmas Eve and Christmas Day dinners. And Christmas Eve is always, uh, well, not always, but for a lot of people, it's traditionally the fish dishes. Um, and I, I can't quite remember if the traditional way of doing it is what the eight, seven fishes, eight fishes. It's yeah, seven, eight or 12. Is it seven or 12. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, um, it's, but there's an Italian or Sicilian tradition of like this seven, eight or 12 fishes, seven fishes. Okay. So it's seven fishes and that's the real way to do the true Italian Christmas Eve. Um, and there was like one or two years we really did it that way. But for the most part, we just go off the cuff. That's a lot of fish and like a lot of commitment for a fish dinner. Why is it seven fishes? Is it like seven different types of fishes or like, oh, really? um, Tracy, do you know the lore? Because I actually don't know why we do that. Yeah, I can tell you. Um, It's I think it's a Southern thing. Yeah, it's definitely Southern Italian. Um, So this is what it says. The Feast of the Seven Fishes is an Italian-American celebration of Christmas Eve. Right? Oh. With dishes of fish and other seafood, it is not a feast in sense of holiday, but rather just a big meal, Um, which is interesting. But I think it it is like a Southern Italian thing. Well, Southern Italian does, like even the region of Italy, they focus on fish-based dishes versus the Northern which yeah. has more German influence. Um, so I think it was like, it was like just the the celebration. So the number seven comes from the seven sacraments in the in the Catholic church. So, and then um, that was just like their way of celebrating the number seven was to bring a combination of seven fishes. I don't know if there, uh, there's not like a specific seven different fishes. It's like, any type of fish from like shellfish to whitefish to fried calamari to whatever just mm. something from the sea it could yeah. be fried color freaking mari oh that's always like almost given that that's the standard like at least and well i should say in one way my family does it it's heavy shellfish so you know right. when we didn't do the seven our christmas eve involved scallops stuffed baked clams which is my all-time like clams casino no ew no I've actually never had official clams casino, but um, it, I know it's not the same as my mom's. My mom does it with the Italian breadcrumbs, and then so you get the you get the clams, you they chop them up and everything. Then you make this mixture of Italian breadcrumbs with Parmesan and garlic and probably some, maybe some parsley. I'm not even sure, but it's, I mean, like um, I could eat. I'm not kidding you. Dozens of this. This is like one of my all time favorite foods. Um, but they would do scallops, which I'm not the biggest scallops person. Um, if they're done right, I do like them. Yeah, I, like I just don't scallop. love this texture of a scallop. I'm a, I'm I'm on the I'm iffy on certain shellfish. Um, 
but shrimp scampi that's like a staple with my family and that is so good especially for a while my mom was making stuffed shrimp scampi so she'd get the jumbo shrimp and then she'd slice it down the center and then she'd stuff it with that same breading and then she'd put the scampi sauce oh oh my god it was so fucking good i gotta go to your Oh my god. Oh uh, no, our our yeah, it's insane. We've toned down over the years, but like my mom comes from she's the oldest of seven. Um, and our holidays were really, really big for a while. And even on my dad's side, like that was just a bunch of Italian women and they were did big dinners. So they it was just so elaborate for years. They finally like toned it down a bit, but like Christmas dinners are good. And that's just Christmas Eve, I'm naming. Christmas Day would be like several, several courses, you know, the antipast and then like the so like you know cheese and the meats and things like that probably a few other things um and there'd be lasagna mix in there um there would be like two different types of meats uh, all sorts of stuff it's crazy but it's so good i want invite me next time oh my god you're always invited (laughs) there Um, are not there are not many foods that i will say i don't like yeah like what are some of your favorite and non-fave foods like uh, for thanksgiving at least like let's all right let's yeah. get into it the yeah. cranberry sauce cranberry uh, sauce the cranberry, cranberry sauce is like i really like the jelly from the can yeah. kind of situation i mean i the berry the cranberry berry like the whole fruit as you would say version it's all right i mean it's not bad it doesn't taste bad it's just like i, I think i'm just used to the jelly and i just want the jelly and I don't know. I'd vote jelly. Like, I'm like stubborn about it for some Just reason. Just thinking Beyonce lyrics right now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> what? I don't think you're ready for this jelly. That's all I can think in my head. <laughs> um, I too am prefer the jelly over the you know purist form. Even though I do prefer like foody purist stuff generally, I I like the old school jelly. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Ditto, ditto. I want stuffing. a pecan pie too. That's mm, one of my pecan. All right. Mm-hmm. Want to talk about stuffing? <laughs> Lisa's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I thought you would like the nuts. It's too sweet. I can do like a taste of it and I don't hate it. There's other desserts I hate a lot more, but mm. like, I'm never going to go nuts over a pecan pie. And okay. I feel like I'll go into a coma when I do eat it so mm. definitely yeah. very rich I, I had uh one friend actually tell me they think that they had a gallbladder attack from eating pecan pie i'm like yeah because it's like fatty whoa yeah. especially if you think about it like after that full meal of like everything you've eaten all day long and then that's the icing your topper mm. yeah with some whipped cream Mm-hmm. I, do. I I won't eat pecan pie. I like pecan bars. I don't know how much different they are than the actual pie. Um, another pie that's like one of those kind of like I could eat it, but I can only eat a little bit is like key lime pie. Mm-hmm. Like, give me love a key lime pie, dude. Yeah, a little bit and of I, it I like. Nope, I love it. Yeah, it's good. Love it. My favorite pies are cream pies, banana cream yeah. pie coconut cream but i feel like you don't see them for thanksgiving uh i'm like we make sure we have cream pies (laughs) so my brother's favorite pie and like one of my mom's staple pies she makes for every holiday is a a coconut custard pie it is so good um that one is i love custard is like one of my favorite like dessert pastry functions 
Um, I am definitely more a like pie versus cake person. And um, like custard is one of my favorite elements when it comes to a good like dessert. Um, but my favorite Thanksgiving dessert is the, um, my mom makes a really good apple crumb pie. So mm. it's apple pie, but it's got the brown sugar cinnamon topping on it. It's have you ever had like a cheddar apple pie or something? Like I've cheddar. heard of it, but I've never what? had it. Yeah. That sounds like, awesome. I don't even really eat regular apple pie. I don't hate it, but I don't even eat regular apple pie. But like, I feel like I got to try this cheddar situation. Cause like, what is yeah. I'm not, I, mean, I can't, I can imagine it's like pretty good. I really like Danish, which and you can get like cheese right. Danish, right? With like fruit right. and stuff. Right, right. I imagine right. it's delicious. Yeah, it's probably delicious. It's probably I do love a good Danish with cheese. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like we and, about pork and applesauce, like good pairings, you know? I mean, that's, yeah, that's a great pairing too. Very much so. And when I was growing up though, like apple was one of my favorite like flavors for things, desserts or like just additions into things. I remember my mom used to make these like homemade apple cinnamon muffins growing up that were like one of my all time favorite things. Um, but yeah, for years and years, I was really, really into apple and cinnamon these days. Like one of my big obsessions, um, custard has been like a long time favorite and will continue to be, but I've gotten really into like lemon flavored desserts over the past few years. And that was like, never my go-to with stuff. Um, but I've gotten more into that lately too. Yeah, I like the lemon a uh, gluten-free lemon cookie. It was pretty good. Ooh. Mm, gluten-free lemon cookie. That does. Yeah, it's made with almond flour. Ooh. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try it's good. That's how they make uh, macarons, right? Yeah, almond is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almond flour. Oh Very almond flour. I love a good macaron. Um, I think that's probably one reason they're so expensive. Like people are like, oh, it's like a teeny little cookie. It's like, well, you know how expensive almond flour is. So yeah, I, don't. I really like uh, that stuffing that my sister makes that I mentioned earlier. So I don't know. Like, I'm really looking forward to that stuffing. I'm I want to try it. Can you like hide some in a oh, Tupperware for me? I definitely will. I'll make sure I try to. Um, especially since you're going to be up north. So maybe. yeah. Um, but yeah. We have a like a Thanksgiving take two and we just bring all of our favorite leftovers to each other. Oh my God. That sounds amazing. Oh, and like Over leftover well. Thanksgiving sandwiches that you can make. Mm. Cranberry. Mm definitely my dad always makes a turkey soup which is always delicious oh what are some of your non-favorites we're talking about our favorites what what are some of the things that you hate well before we get to that can i just say my family has this tradition that i loathe so actually this goes with it this is what i hate um for years my family it's like a twist on the italian wedding soup but it's actually it might be what italian wedding soup is but it's with turkey meatballs and i absolutely fucking hate that (laughs) i think what turkey meatballs is one of the most disgusting things you could eat like who wants a wet meatball and broth especially a turkey one no i hate it i hate it but we did that every year at thanksgiving for years i grew up on like poultry and seafood so i think i only really know turkey and like chicken meatballs but like i hear that regular meatballs are supposed to be made with like a meatloaf mix which is like veal and pork pork yeah idris you've had my mom's like actual italian meatballs i don't think so i know right i need to i need to We'll make that a point. I'll just make, I like, I know she's taught me how to make them. So I make 
meatball i'll make them for you we have to i live for yeah, yeah. there's nothing better eat, than real italian I, meatballs now i eat everything now i try oh, okay. everything so yeah. yeah oh my god no best ever um but yeah uh we've we've cut that out of the like my family's cut that out of their thanksgiving menu but one year some something went wrong with the soup and like i forget what the running joke it's a like a running joke that we one of those family stories we constantly retell but someone did something with the soup and it accidentally soured and like so everyone's sitting around the table eating the soup and they're like no i i wasn't sure if like no one wanted to say it tasted bad to insult my aunt but like or maybe I have like my uncles are awesome and hysterical and really blunt. So I think maybe someone did was just like, you know, this, this is terrible. Um, but somehow the soup accidentally vinegarized and it was just bad, but we still joke about that to this day. So what's your least favorite thing, Trace? <laughs> Ever? Yeah. Well, Thanksgiving edition. What are what are things that I don't eat on Thanksgiving? Mm. Besides actual cranberry cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. All right. This is something that I it, it's not that I I will eat it, but it's not like something that I love. Uh stuffed celery. Stuff. You know what that is? So oh. it's like you chop up <laughs> I don't know where I mean it doesn't is. sound that appetizing. All but... right. So it's like, like yeah. ants on a log. So it's uh, cream oh, cheese with green olives and pimento chopped up and like mixed, and then you stuff the celery with it. What? <laughs> what in the Albany is that? <laughs> Does anybody Do you guys know the order? origin of stuffed celery? <laughs> Do you guys make I don't it know. So that's like one thing. It's like a thing if you search. Oh, look, Italian cream cheese stuffed celery. I'll take everything else. But that's the... really an Italian thing. I think they made it an Italian thing. I don't think. It's really <laughs> Italian. Uh, uh, um. Yeah. So that's like one thing that I'm like. Mm, no thanks. Yeah. I'll eat it if you make me, but I'm not a huge fan. The cream cheese is mixed with what? Uh, green olives with the pimento in them. You're you're naming things I like. I, I know, like, like it all sounds like, olives. like it's not bad, but it's not like appetizing. I'm like, uh, I mean, like crab rangoon and like, um, jalapeno poppers are like two of my favorite things in the world because of like I love cream cheese may like appetizers. It. it is. I will say, it's keto friendly. Mm, there you go. I um, mean, I'll be eating that. I'm trying it. I've never heard so, of it, but I'm excited. I will report back in. The- our next episode <laughs> that's usually one thing i pass on the other thing I, I take it or leave it creamed onions the creamed pearled onions not too good either what i mean i like the taste of onions to be honest but i don't like the texture of onions in my mouth typically yeah i love onions but what are cream pearled onions so they're little teeny baby onions that are like this big like marbles like well maybe a little bigger than marbles and, and they're cooked them? in like a cream sauce Oh, well, that sounds never heard of this. Lisa's going to eat all of the things that I'm like, ew. (laughs) Man, I feel like my horizons are going to be expanded this year. I know, right? So those are probably two things that I normally pass on. Other than that. What else is on the menu? I'm curious now. I haven't even inquired. Yeah, we should Um, change those menus this year. The norm, the norm is appetizers. Which, which are is, which is usually like uh, some sort of 
stuffed mushroom or pigs in a blanket mm. or um, about <laughs> this sort of like baked something and you're meat. going and you're going this is exciting i'm so excited <laughs> meat and cheese of some sort sometimes we do a wrapped brie yes uh, that's one of my all-time favorite things i did request something slightly new this year which was brie mm. butter brie butter okay it is just brie and butter blended together to make a dip what yes we're gonna all die of heart attacks in a year but i don't care yeah who cares yeah so i think i'm just gonna fill myself on the appetizers <laughs> i know right like i'm at applebee's or something and then there's like usually fruit and veggie platters uh dinner uh rolls stuffing pickles olives <gasps> cranberry sauce there's usually like white potatoes sweet potatoes and a mm. squash mm. Ooh, squash i'm excited about that what um, do you do with the squash like a butternut squash it's, yeah like um like you basically make it like a like a mashed potato but with the squash mm. well like i've it, never it, had that mash it up it's good it's kind of like whatever three, you eat it with you have three types of mash then yeah so some some oh, mashed wow. foods wow that sounds uh, like a banquet. and then like corn or green beans or peas or something mm. mm-hmm. and turkey of course turkey nice That's yeah. Nice. yeah that covers it how you like remember very nice i dig it i definitely don't remember everything that my sister makes every year because sometimes she switches it up but like there's nothing that I can really complain about. I mean, the things that I don't like, I just feel like it has nothing to do with my sister. I just like don't like certain things. Like it's not the, your preference. Yeah, it's just like my preference, like texture wise or whatever. I but also feel like vegetables usually you have to prioritize. There are just so many things. Like you gotta you just gotta like push some to the side to make room for more of the other things you love. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because everything can't fit on your plate. No. I try. I definitely try. I have like a mountain of food on my plate. I think that's like a guy thing because yeah. that is how like Chris All eats. guys get down. Yeah. A mountain. It's a mountain. I'm like, just get another plate. Oh, my yeah. eating habits have changed so much this year. So I um, I hope your mom doesn't get offended if I eat lightly. It won't no. be uh, a comment on her cooking. Just more on my... uh. uh metabolism consumption oh do you eat to be satisfied or do you eat to be full i mean i used to eat to be full and dying (laughs) but now i'm like i started getting really sleepy after i eat like all the time all the time so now i feel like i eat lighter these days lisa got the itis (laughs) a little bit a little bit it's good though that you can like listen to your body and adjust and like realize what actually makes you feel good it makes me crabby. Like I get real, real moody. So, mm, crab. I want... For everyone's safety. Crab meat sounds really good right um, now. <laughs> can I just, while we're talking about food, can I just interject something? Absolutely. I ate alligator last week. <gasps> I had it when I was like little. How was it? What'd you think? I don't know. It was fried. I mean, it's, it, oh, was... So it was fantastic, man. It was yeah. fried. It was fried. I remember it. Dipping sauce. Apparently it tastes like chicken. <laughs> it's like didn't really taste like it would just have like a chewier texture. Like it just was like a tougher piece of meat. Um 
yeah i mean it wasn't bad it was just i i wasn't in love with the texture was it clean? no mm -mm. i feel like it's more on like the fish side not like <sighs> i don't know it was, it was like, <laughs> Lisa. not like fish tasting but like if you overcook a piece of fish like anyways thought i'd throw that in there since you know no that's exciting no that's interesting news to hear because uh we had it when i was little and we went to florida i was like seven and it's a story we retell but like i don't really remember what it tastes like i just we always explained it as like it tastes like chicken you know um so that's how i remember it but i don't really know so oh it's God. nice to hear an adult version of that alligator I'm i feel sure like i would be great. squirmish to have octopus but i still want to try it what? Well, that's calamari. calamari. Yeah, I still haven't had. Well, I mean, I've definitely had calamari. That's squid, but I've never had like octopus. Like octopus is like bigger or scarier looking. I don't know. Like, just don't eat it where they like have it live on a stick and just. Oh no! No, you couldn't oh. need to do that. People oh. like die because it suffocates them. Oh my gosh. No Plus way. weird parasites. Don't get me started on that topic. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. I could go on and on about food. We I mean, have. I have a lot of food opinions. Like just one last final, like hot, hot food take. I don't really like Thanksgiving food all that much. We alluded to that in the beginning, but I'll go ahead and say it. Not the biggest fan of Thanksgiving food. I would take other ones. So you're not like a big fan of the turkey then? No, I'll eat it, but I could care. Have less. you had smoked turkey? Actually, I don't think I have. Pretty good. That's what we do. I would like it left. better. Yeah, yeah. You smoke all your leftovers, you said? Yeah. So normally, um, because we have lots of mechanics in the family, for some reason, um, that is like the gift of Christmas. And so Chris gets a turkey. My brother gets a turkey. And they all end up at my parents because we don't we're like we don't have room in our freezers here's a turkey and then in like the summer we will smoke the smaller turkeys and they're so good yeah it's really Ooh, i'd be curious to try that yeah. yeah maybe you'll have it this year it's exciting or we'll mm -hmm. do one like a spit one on the grill that's good oh, too that's cool you guys go all out trace all out mm -hmm. well it's time to get into the learning portion of this episode learning God. <laughs> yeah like what is the culinary arts like and why are we talking about it well because we all love food and this is tracy and idris's wheelhouse even though they won't say it <laughs> <laughs> well i love to bake sometimes but i'm not as like like virtuoso of a baker Listen. as uh trace and trace's mom you but you have a long-standing love oh yeah I, have crazy. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say idris has been like making mad desserts for as long as i've known him exactly i like to i like to bake um i like a good cookie I like some cake um but yeah culinary arts is that even like really considered a fine art i mean i think it is absolutely it's like, it's like a broad term i guess that refers to the preparation, cooking, plating, presentation, and service of food. Mm -hmm. Plus like flavor palettes and combinations. It's just all on how you, I think you approach food, but Colin, like it's absolutely, in my opinion, it's absolutely an art, but I also feel like the CIA would agree. 
Culinary Institute of America and all their students would agree to. Yeah. Shout out to Poughkeepsie. Yeah. Is that where they are? They are. Yeah. Well, they technically are. Hyde Park. They're in Hyde Park, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Which is like next door, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the Poughkeepsie area. Um, and culinary arts covers a wide spectrum of disciplines. These include food science and nutrition, the quality of ingredients, seasonality, flavors, and textures. So when you think about it, it has like a lot of similarities to like the artistic world where we deal with um, different colors, different mediums, different experiences that we're trying to provide to an audience or communicating certain things. And food comes down to packaging and presentation sometimes. Mm -hmm. And also the uh, immersive experience around the food, like whether it's entertainment or just like a conversation that you're having or um, talking about what the food, uh, where the food comes from or what the food entails as far as uh, the nutritional value of it. Yeah, I think, um, I think thinking about, okay, so I'm receiving a plate of food it's good. I'm going to have a reaction to it the same as if I was uh, brought in front of a work of art, right? So you're having a emotional possibly connection to it, like an intellectual, and then it's just a different sort of experience of this creation that somebody has presented to you. And I do think it is a creation. I think that chefs and uh, bakers and pastry artists, and it's their way of like showing love to the people also that they're um providing sustenance for and they also get to like i don't know play around and create recipes try new ingredients like what if i put this and with this and you know it's like a whole creation experience on their part and then ta-da, they get to present it and the presentation there's so many ways to present things like think about um and think about all the categories of food that we consider so similarly with fine arts, right? Um, or just art in general. There's tons of different categories of art. So think of like fine dining, like French cuisine and all the cultural references and what the expectation is for the way these different foods are prepared and presented. Um, I really think it is just a subset Um of an artistic expression and food is the medium. And then there's the actual like um, tactile or not tactile really, but um, the very hands-on approach to making your cooking or your baking or your candy making beautiful. Like it's it's as if you're working with a canvas. And I mean, even like when you make those like uh, macarons we were just talking about, you have to make it in a certain way so that it has the feet at the bottom of it. Um, you know what I'm talking about, Trace? Yeah. So that it like, um, it balloons up a certain way. Otherwise it won't balloon up properly. Like all that stuff is so meticulous. And that's just kind of like an artist's hand, you know, to to make a cake that looks like it's, uh, I don't know, a race car or uh, a high heel, like you're doing fondant or something like that. And you're painting on it as well with your Wilton supplies, you know? You I know. think there's so many approaches to it too, like whether it be baking or traditional cooking and then the levels to which you want to take it. Because when you think about it from like a restaurant or bakery perspective, like 
it's one thing to like do these dishes isolatedly but then if you're taking it into like a restaurant atmosphere and then you have to work a budget and then you have to work with local food sources and then you deal with plating and then you have to deal with how like you work with your main chefs and your sous chefs and getting out to the people like so you're doing the artistry of food and food combination and taste but then how it functions within a restaurant I mean like to me there's just so there's so much artistry behind it on so many levels and there's just different ways you can take it. Like it, it's, it's so intricate and, and really interesting. Absolutely. No, I was just, I was just thinking, Oh, oh this is when we say the art of something. Um, I always think of like art as a process. So like things that have a really, um, not necessarily an int- intricate process, but this like process of creating and this process of like start to finish to present something um, and just the process of the process. It's considered like an art when somebody can do that. If I could riff off of that, like I, I think I see where you're going with that. It's like, if we want to pull, let's pull in just talking about the bear, like the show, the bear. I'm sure a lot of people have talked about like, you see that's one element of someone who the main character has this like fine art like fine food training right and then he's simplifying it down to taking all the skill sets he learned within these um finer restaurants and like doing a like um elevated sandwich shop of like elevating his like family Chicago restaurant right and he's taking those like really intricate processes and bringing it into like what would not really be seen as an artistry kitchen right like because I think a lot of times when we think of like food prep or um restaurants and stuff like we're often more used to just like the basic um more mundane stuff whereas when you're in higher end restaurants and kitchens and stuff there's there's a more intricate process in the way they plan stuff and that was like a beautiful I think like combination of what happens when you take some of those skill sets and bring them into other environments. But then there's like this entire world of things that go into all of that, um, you know, in terms of like the things you learn or the stuff you tackle when you're planning any of those things. So like, they're very much as I think, and to your point, Tracy, like as much artistry in the process of building that than there is in just the food and recipe itself. Yeah. And even going further into into that show spoiler alert everyone great show by the way must watch there's an episode where it's like a flashback of his mother cooking a family holiday dinner and even though she is not a trained chef you can tell that she has this process that she has always like had and worked through and this just like her day is man she is managing everything 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 and when something happens and is like flustering her she's like you know, almost thrown off her game because she has this process she's worked through and worked on and like over the years has just created for herself to get through these all day dinners. Um, so in terms of culinary arts and like people think about that, it's like, oh, I, I went to culinary school and have become this like pastry chef or whatever. Um, but I do think people at home cooking it for their families, it's also an art and just managing all of those things yeah and it's really a labor of love totally oh yeah definitely. definitely shows and i think that's why we all love whether or not you know everybody celebrates holidays i think the act of coming together with people you love 
creating meals and sharing those meals with people is very important. Um, I think it's, it's just, I don't know, near and dear to a lot of people of like, that's how they come together and celebrate and show their love. Um, and I just, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. I definitely like, um, tradition and ritual and then like food is a love language, you know, like love me food is a love language. Yeah, indeed. So good. Yeah, if you love someone, show them how much you love them by cooking for them or treating them out to like dinner or something. They're going, so bringing into like the dinner party. Okay, so let's talk about dinner party. So before I said I really love dinner parties. I like throwing them. I like attending them. I like thinking about them. Um, And so do other people. <laughs> yeah. So, and... So we've, we have previously talked about, um, the immersive, the immersive visual experiences that one can have by go like, there's, you know, the, uh, what are some of the ones that are out there? The Van Gogh and what else did, have we mentioned before? There's like, you know, a couple oh, artists where they have the projections. Just, I know for a while, I don't know if you remember Idris, but there was those like parties that were being, I mean, I'm sure there still are, but parties being thrown in Brooklyn where like they would make like from how you got your invite to the info on how to go. And then you go there and they'd have projections and then they'd involve different elements, right? So you were like actively like seeking out different things there. That's one version of that. And then, you know, I think that's evolved over time. Yeah. So over it, I think it's like, what's the next thing that we can incorporate to make this an even more well-rounded experience of all of the senses and more and more I've been seeing, um, these like dinner experiences. So I think one thing that but most people would know of as like dinner theater, right? You go to a dinner theater, sometimes they're interactive with the crowd. Um, so you become part of the entertainment as well as like you watching the actors and other people interact around you. Um, but but there's like a couple that I've seen recently that have been even more like elaborate and immersive. And this new one that I that I came upon recently um, is called 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, and it is hosted at the Lost Spirits Distillery. I believe it's in New York City. Um, we'll put the links to everything up, but this is like, it's <laughs> it was commented and to be considered the Cirque du Soleil of fine dining. And it's like an immersive an immersive dining experience uh there's 16 courses and i believe that until you get there you may not know what those courses are so you get your menu once you get there um but it's like full-on show it is the culinary voyage of Verne's novel like it's it's like next level dining like the squid they literally have like squid legs on a stick that it's just really beautiful it's like theater and dinner next level with the food just being another medium to bring it all together and to have that experience like reach you know two more of your senses like the sense of smell and the sense of taste um it also is like so part of that part of where it's hosted um at the lost spirits distillery they also put on put on shows so if you choose to go to this dinner you can do um like buy a ticket for dinner and then a show afterwards or you can just buy the tickets for the dinner it's 
kind of expensive, but I feel like you get a lot out of it. So the dinner is like 355 bucks, but 16 courses. I don't know how long it would take. I I didn't see anything about like the time. I mean, I'm really, I'm down to, I'm going to start saving my pennies, whatever. That sounds like something we should do. I definitely want to do that. Although 16 courses, but yeah, like 16 courses. So I like most of them are probably like one or two little bites, but the fact that they've been able to like create these dishes and I would assume that it tells the it's like walking through the story of the book mm. using the food to help narrate the story um throughout all of the courses. And I think that's like, I don't know. I just think it's really awesome to experience a book in like a live action with food. Why not? Right. Yeah, that's amazing. Good. I'd like to see um 2001 Space Odyssey dining <laughs> experience. <laughs> What kind of food do you think that would consist of? You want like freeze dried stuff or like next level alien food? I want yeah. next level alien food for sure. <laughs> Whatever yeah, that means. Oh no. I mean, I'll take if they want to include some free dried ice cream though. I remember that from back in the day, and I'll take that. Dipping dots. Dipping no, dots. you don't remember. Like when we it's were kids NASA and we would go packs. to yeah, like the oh, actual you, like, restaurant go, ice cream. When you like actually go to like one of those space places. Yeah yeah mm-hmm. like a space museum yeah i remember that vaguely they had like neapolitan fort, yes, like, yes, yes 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 yeah. but dip and dots was pretty cool that was i think they used nitrogen mm. that's still around i i think it's making a resurgence because when i went to a comedy show recently one of the arenas here had like three dip and dots like <laughs> stations and i was like what is this making a comeback that's awesome it was insane <laughs> Um, but as you were explaining that, Tracy, you know, I'm, I can't, I'm going to, I don't remember what it's called, but what, what is it, the dinner experience people would go to that was Renaissance theme where you'd watch oh, the Renaissance yeah, the, um, Medieval yeah, Times. Medieval Times. Times. Yeah. I went there in the sixth grade. It was amazing. I, I want to, they, it's still around. I think there's one in Jersey. I want to do it. I want to do it. We should go. Yeah, it's a should. hoot. You okay. never went? I don't, re- I must have gone when I was little. I don't remember. I've heard, I've seen videos of it of years and reference on TV and film. I don't have any memory if I have gone, but uh, I need to experience this nowadays. Chris and I went maybe like five years ago. So, oh my God, we need to plan it. It was really funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they had served like- soda. They served like Coca Cola or Pepsi or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm sure it's not fully there. Renaissance relevant. Uh, but- uh, 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 uh. I want to have wine, goddammit. But even there, Fun class. You, even there, you can like upgrade your experience, I'm pretty sure. Based can on I fight? Because I want to fight. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> can I joust? <laughs> I yeah, so these like, these kind of, these this whole idea of like. Princess, you're not going to be a fighter. This you're experience kind of princess. transporting you to another place, another time into a book. Like, I think it's amazing. And um, we had started this conversation a while ago because, and I don't remember if this was part of one of our episodes, but I was talking about um, a, the tabletop book that I had, had gotten. And it was um, a dolly, kind of like a cookbook, like it's a, a dinner party cookbook. And then and the more we talked about it, I was like, oh, well, that's exactly what this book was. It was like the culmination of this dinner party that Dolly and his wife had hosted. So this idea, I feel like he was probably 
um, kind of the one of the first people to really push it as far as it went. But like, if they threw something like this now, I like it would be amazing. Um, and it was so what in the forties, I think, back in the forties, um, Dolly threw this really elaborate dinner party, and um, if anybody doesn't know who Dolly is, he is a Spanish. Salvador Salvador Dolly yes thank you um and so he and his wife hosted this party but he like like okay so in articles that I've read and just like watching videos about it it was described as legendary opulent and bizarre and a freakish feast (laughs) opulent and bizarre that's so weird all things I love and um the the whole purpose of the dinner party it was like a gala it was a fundraiser um to benefit refugee artists at the time and it was held in um at a hotel in california monterey california um so they all like dressed up in costume i don't think all of the it didn't seem like all the guests had dressed up in costume but at least like him and his wife were for sure dressed up in costume and then they had people there that were dressed up in costume and all the costumes were supposed to represent like the host's bad dreams that they had had so it was like real weird like real weird and then um he had food there so he created these elaborate dishes and he made some of um he came up with some of the recipes and cooked the food but then he had also brought in some chefs to like create their famous dishes and it's funny because like even now or like the past within i don't know let's say the past seven years um there's a, a charity by us and they do um a celebrity like chef dinner and so i'm kind of thinking like this was a version of that back then like they brought these well-known chefs in to cook food and like everybody came together to raise money but like could you imagine going to a party now and like having somebody like salvador dolly be the one to like decorate and plan the theme for the party i mean that would be amazing i would oh my God. love that so anyways here's not- a book if you can see it i know we'll put this up wait where's where is me <laughs> there, there you is. go can you see it beautiful yep. so it's, it's like this really beautiful book um so the book had from what i can tell was published like many years later so the book contains recipes um pictures of the the food Mm -hmm. um drawings salvador dolly did like representing things i'm assuming that was like some of the inspiration for the costumes and then just like sketches that like I don't know if they were before done before after the dinner party um and then just like pictures of the party as well but it's like a really beautiful book very bizarre like you see some of the here let me see if I can pull up some of the food some of it looks pretty normal like um you know like a salad look yeah cool just a salad sorry guys my background salad 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 so plain. <laughs> but then let's find something. I don't know. That's like real weird. Even the like the drawings are even weirder. I'm sure the food wasn't bad. It all seemed like it was pretty whatever, but um like what's this? 
I mean, this is just beautiful food. So they like decorated the bird. They like cut this. Where'd I go? There I am. Like decorated the bird. I don't know. Anyways, I could spend hours looking at this book. And then there's just like, you know, rando drawings in here of just like next to that piece of food. This is real hard. We'll just have to, uh, there we go. Yeah, like, what is that? It's a person in a shrimp on a on a leg. I don't know. <laughs> it looks Weird. like a boat. Anyways, I think this is such a cool book. I think that Salvador Dali was like such a cool guy. And I love that his wife like totally was into it. She was dressed up as a unicorn, but kind of like a scary unicorn. <laughs> I don't know. She was freaking feeding a baby lion milk. It was right from a bed in, in that her unicorn outfit. Yeah. Um, Salvador Dali's work is kind of scary. Period. Yeah. He I did mean, go through periods yeah. like his earlier work, like his line drawings yeah. um, and sketches are a little more mild, and then he got really into the surrealism stuff. That's what he's. I would say what he's most well known for. Mm. surrealism yeah surrealism yeah i um as you were talking about that it had me thinking like i could see eric and jess throwing a very mm. good salvador dolly-esque dinner party yeah, that'd be um, in my head i can picture he could pull off a good salvador dolly vibe real well shout out to eric mistretta and we, his yes we would love to see you do a dinner party just yes. throwing that out there salvador night. dolly style yeah we would go. You gotta get some uh, live frogs to jump out under the. <laughs> what are those? What are those dishes called? Chafing dishes? No, no. What are the silver dough? platters? Yeah, like the platters with the serving platters. And oh, serve some sole in a shoe sole. <laughs> so seven fishes and seven designer shoes. Well, oh my god! Would... Amazing. Oh man, what would we put them in now? So say you did have seven fishes. Them in. Yeah, her red bottom. Red bottom. Of Stanley Tucci there whittling some shoes. <laughs> Just some ideas. Yeah. Feel Come free on. to take them. Yeah. I fair. mean, we should take if nobody else is gonna do it, we're gonna do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We should do this. I mean, we're our kids. We should be doing this, right? We could. I definitely see some dinner parties in our future. Um, but yeah, I think that sounds amazing. And I mean, like dinner, dinner parties were an art for years and years. I actually feel like, um, I mean, maybe they've always been stayed here and well, I was about to say, I think it's going to make a resurgence, but it probably has been here this whole time. I just haven't paid attention to it, but I think think like the, I think it's, um, I think people are experimenting with them more than before. I think there's, um, you know, there's like those, uh, you can like eat in the dark sort of things with oh, yeah. like you go on dates with people and you like feed each other in the dark and you can't see each other like there's I don't know there's all sorts of different food based things the trust falls of food yeah, yeah. Um, um, what if somebody fed you some stuff you didn't like what would you do like alligator 
<laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, I don't know if I, I, I can do that. That's like a whole level of trust there. I'm not sure. I want to see what I'm about to eat before I do. Yeah. That would be real weird. Like, I, I, okay, the fact that you can't see the food and then you're tasting it, is it already going to throw you off? But then you know how they some, there's like some people that um I'm sure there's a term for this where they make it look like one thing but it tastes like something else. Uh, that's upsetting. Um, gastronomy. Gastronomy. Yeah. Or like so there's there's people that will make like cubes that look like watermelon, but you eat it and it's really salmon. You're like oh. And like how do they? Oh, do that's it? upsetting. They like make it spherical and stuff too, like things that are not typically spherical right so there's like a whole science mixed into it of flavor palettes but then the shaping and the reconstruction of the food to look like something else yeah i mean that's fascinating from like an art standpoint and a science standpoint but from a personal (laughs) preference standpoint that's horrifying Uh, 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 and i don't like it uh, 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 no uh, 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 uh. (laughs) Wow. Like, look, what's in your cup, Lisa? This is uh, the new, um, uh, what are they called? Empress Gin made, so they did their pea flower gin. Ooh, yeah. They recently came out with a rosin pea flower gin. So I have that with some lollipop watermelon lime. I don't Ooh. know if you've heard of this stuff, but it's like probiotics in it and it's like low carb, low sugar. So it's my mixer. Or something, right? Or- what do you say? Oligofructose or something, some kind of hard to say word. Oligo, oligofructose. My uh, contact is fogging, so ignore my reading abilities right now. It's some sort of prebiotic. Yeah, there's prebiotics in it, and um, Oli Smart, Casanova, root fiber, chicory root. Yeah, root. Inulin, Jerusalem artichoke inulin, maple, cactus, marshmallow root, calendula flower. Wow. something root and a bunch of other things they had one of those things casanova root syrup and stevia oh, wow. himalayan pink salt and wow. natural watermelon flavor extract wow that is a lot of ingredients and like really hard to place ingredients but that was in the barbie music video with Nicki minaj and uh, ice spice but there's nine grams of fiber in this drink which wow. i didn't realize and then yeah it's all that root and um 16 carbs and f- only five grams of sugar um so yeah i use that as my mixers and my cocktails well sometimes now i know someone who's tried that is it good i guess it so. is good i've tried different flavors some are better than others i like do you like this watermelon one it's the first time i've tried it um i think i have a root beer one sitting in my fridge i haven't tried yet um watermelon yeah. in general is a hard flavor to recreate Really, I think it's one of the better ones to recreate. I really dislike cherry and strawberry recreated. Also, I just always hate grape. But yeah, um, it's, cherry can like, be medicinal sometimes. But cherry and strawberry, I think a lot of times tastes really bad when people recreate it. It makes me like, like even just thinking about it, I'm getting a little nauseous. I like some um, grape soda. I like grape soda and orange soda a lot. Well, I like orange soda. I do not do grape soda. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it tastes totally fake though. Um, like I don't like, like grape flavor yeah um and then also there's like stevia in it does the stevia taste like metallic no it doesn't taste have normal stevia flavor at all Mm. 
gotta try that sometime yeah i suggest it it's a good like mixer alternative for if you're making drinks generally i like just um if i'm doing like a gin drink i'll do lemon with simple syrup and an egg white um and um maybe uh saint germain as my like liqueur mixer in there but i was being lazy tonight so i didn't do that i just found like a quick mixer but i've been on i might have mentioned this before i've been on my uh new york sour kicks for a minute you know old school whiskey sour but with a red wine floater that's my other thing very tasty yeah mm-hmm. both extra excellent accoutrements to a dinner party that's right so uh if you guys need somebody to make some delicious drinks for your dinner party <laughs> oh yeah lisa gallo is a bartender yep ex-bartender luckily <laughs> i do have many years of experience but you got all those recipes in you mm-hmm. i do i do so good uh so yeah so i don't know i think um we either need to go to some of these uh immersive dinner parties experience them throw on ourselves have one of our friends throw them uh, I think all of it. I really yeah. want to go to them and try different ones. And there's different like immersive experience events like that, that keep popping up and we need to make a point of doing it. I think we should throw one. And then I think we should convince our friends to throw different ones. And I think, <laughs> well, really what I think is that we should do rotating ones and everyone like yes. rotates and post it. Yeah. And there's different themes and people dress up. Maybe some wigs are involved. Who knows? <laughs> I my, this is like um the self-cutting wig because every time i look at myself my bangs are getting shorter and shorter what? Bang. are they curling because of the heat of like the lights in the, room? the lights i don't know maybe that's a good point hang on let me fix it oh there you go. that's it it just shifted oh my god we do need a different one next. Just week. like go out wearing wigs. I want to do that. Yeah, yeah I have a whole box of them. I need to uh, take better care of them. This one was pretty beat up when I took it out of my box. Yeah, wigs I... night out. Wigs night out for sure. Boop, 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 boop. Maybe I'm gonna bring my roller skates up north with me, so you know we can do a roller skating night with wigs. I dressed you roller skate. Oh yeah, I roller skate. I okay. used to have too. I used to do cartwheels in my roller blades. No, I way. can't even do cartwheels not in roller skates. Yeah, like, uh, nice. I do a cartwheel and a roundoff. I bought a jump I rope recently. Let's just start with the basics. A jump I rope. How to jump rope? Um, jump roping is kind of hard. I like bought a jump rope and like I was like, I'm gonna do this, and I was like, I am so winded. I'm just gonna take a break. <laughs> well, it's hard. Of, so I was taking boxing classes last year, and the the warm up section was jump roping. Everyone had to do it for a certain amount of time, and like I can do the function of jump roping, but jumping or like roping like a boxer does for training is a whole nother ball game. And then do that more for than ten seconds, you want to die. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So that's my goal, um, because I was like counting how many rotations i could get through without tripping myself up it wasn't very many yeah. i'm just gonna work my way back up then hula hooping i forgot a hula hoop who forgets how to hula hoop i, I love, love hula hooping i mean it is easy to forget there's a rhythm to it you gotta get back into it it's not like forgetting but you just gotta get your groove back you know who remembers skip it though because that was my shit as a kid i love skip it i could do that forever yeah, like never and ever that and um, skip it. 
Do you know what we need to do? <laughs> I did this years ago with friends of mine. Do you remember Sockam Sockam Bopams? Like the not the rope. I might I might be convincing confusing them with something else, but they're the blow up boxing glove things. Okay, so. I bought a bunch of pairs of them and then I had all of us go out to the bar and then we went back to my friend's house and we had sock and bop and matches in her front lawn one night after the bar. I have photos of this. It's great. We need to do that one night. It's super okay. fun. We can totally do that. Idris looks very not like he's <laughs> feeling my idea at all. No, I want to do it. I mean, okay. <laughs> he's trying to envision it happening. I want to do hula hooping, skip it. Jump roping, I don't really know. I like tried that a few times in my life and it's just like, this is hard, man. But um, if you don't know how to jump rope right now, not you don't know how to, but do you double dutch? Did you ever double dutch? Oh, I, I could never ever do that. Double I, dutch I used to be like... so good at it. I think it's, you know, whatever. You you don't use it, you lose it sort of thing. <laughs> Gosh, double it's dutch true. is like next level. It is next level. I never had learned or mastered that at all. So but we can just maybe like, uh, you know, I don't know. Have me. an inner child party day. Yeah. I, I love a good theme party. Okay. All right. This We're bringing this back. This is going to become a thing this next year. We're going to do different themes. We're going to do dinner parties. We're going to do theme parties. Okay. And double Dutch night will be a thing. We're going to box each other one night. We're going to, we're going to do skip it. I'm going to find skip it. Skip it's got to be available. Oh my, God. oh my God. I also have, I have a 12 foot beach ball just saying oh i'm all i'm all here for it oh and i dressed earlier medieval times when you said i'd be a princess and i wouldn't fight no i i absolutely would love to joust someone so you know oh, we, joust, we, that's what it's called. yeah or we can, we can all joust each other one night i'm is, all for it i love a good a fight is it the thing's called a lance and you joust with the lance yeah so. that sounds about right I we know. have uh you know some we in battle for someone i don't know I don't know what could be other than jerky leg. I'll be the princess. I'll be the princess. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be the princess, but <laughs> I just want to sit there and eat like a chicken, chicken drumstick or whatever. Fight more, peasants. Fight more. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Fight more. <laughs> oh my God, that would be so funny. We need to do it. Have you? So hard. I'm. We're. We can cut this out or keep it in, whatever. But this is great. So, Heart of Dixie, love that show. They did an episode where they all did a medieval times theme, and they would like fight for Lemon's hand. And so her two suitors were gonna joust for her, but then the character Meatball scared them all off. And then, um, like, long story short, it was like a medieval times jousting episode, and they like fought for her arm and you know, or her hand, I should say. So <laughs> take her arm. <laughs> we should uh you know do our own version of that yeah absolutely okay. anything to make me laugh i'm good listen yeah, uh, i attended way off topic but maybe not there was food there we had popcorn it counts as lawnmower races <gasps> oh yeah amazing. tell us about how this went videos yeah so funny. i do have videos so my friend's boyfriend has gotten himself into this lawnmower racing group and he built a dirt track in the back of their yard. It is legit. And so him and two of his buddies had races and it was really funny. Um, there was probably like 
I don't know, 10 of us there to like watch. And then had like, you know, everybody's little kids and stuff were running around. And the one little kid, he was maybe like two and a half, brought his little lawnmower, his bubble mower, and was like pushing it around the track. It was so funny. Oh my God. It was really cute. We couldn't stop laughing. The race was great because it was just, I mean, people riding around lawnmowers on a racetrack. Like, why wouldn't it be great? Anyway, I um, I that was really want amazing. to try this at some point. Like, I want to witness it. And then I want to be a part of it. Because it's awesome. Just scared. Awesome. No. So that was, remember, we talked about this, how we have to, uh, how to have a more fulfilling life. What was it like every two weeks we have to something, every two months we have to something, and every oh, two yeah. years, this was you like. Set a, you set a goal, and then you have one adventure, like, so four big adventures a year, and then, like, basically four other sub lesser adventures, yeah. and then, like, four goals throughout the year. Something so is, I, I'm going to mark this as one of my adventures, because it was pretty awesome. But you need to, you need to do it. Be, do it though. I have to participate. Yeah. This yeah, was the, this, okay. All right. So this was the uh the end the introduction to my adventure. Yeah. Can um us having a sockum bopum tournament be one of our adventures? Maybe <laughs> I, would, I would love that. You don't so, want to go like zip lining or something? I want to do that too, but you know, that's I'm easy. Scared of that? I want to do it still. I love zip lining. I've done it before. I really, really, really enjoy it. And I'm terrified of heights, but for some reason I love zip lining. So Did you ever do like a parachute jumpy thing? that's different that's very different sir that's scary you'd have to push me out of that plane i don't know yeah i mean one day i will skydive but um first off let's start with indoor skydiving first that's like a step in that direction but um it will i mean luckily the first time you skydive you are strapped to someone's back so they have control over you and that's what i will need like i will probably be crying and possibly (laughs) hopefully i won't bite the person i'm strapped to but that might happen yeah yeah, I uh, I will be terrified. I'm horribly afraid of heights. Yeah. So I did one of those by me and I'm sure by you too. They have those zip lining places, but they're mixed with like in the sky opt- obstacle courses, like rope courses and stuff. So like each as you go along, it gets harder and higher. So like you're kind of you're strapped and like you're technically safe, but you're doing these like weird rope courses up in the sky and then you zip lined each station. So me and my friend Tim had went one year and um, I started out fine. And then it got increasingly scarier as we went. And he's like trying to be supportive and coax me. But like when I get really, I mean, I dream, you probably know, cause I do this to you just as much as I probably did to him is when I get scared and I'm with someone I'm close with, I'll like, yell at them a lot and like so he's trying to coach me and like support me and i'm like just shut the fuck up don't talk to me like i was terrified but we made it through and i did it and it was great but also terrifying (laughs) the one by ass closed we had a gift certificate and then it closed and there was a big to do because people weren't getting their money back. We yeah yeah you had a good certificate too. We were supposed to go check that out. Yeah, I know. I'm pissed. Sorry, so, that's not happening. Oh damn! I don't know how I would have done. I probably would have been the same way, like okay for a while, and then been like fuck. Yeah, I was panicking. I was like, when I get experience extreme fear, sometimes it translate or like yeah. Rather than cry, I'll get just. I can't even like go rock climbing, indoor rock climbing. I feel like that'd be hard for me. 
I used to do rock climbing a lot, actually. Seems scary, like too yeah. scary. Indoors fun. I've I've done it outside once. That was a little scary at first, but then it was like good. Yeah. You did outdoor rock climbing. Were you like I don't know, pissing yourself? <laughs> <laughs> like it's okay. I'll show you pictures. We went to a wedding somewhere out well west of here utah no and still in the state oh okay (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah there was like a it was like a weird meetup like we like a group of us went out to a wedding and then like another group of friends met us out there that weekend and then we all went rock climbing um this one yeah that's cool i'd be crying a lot yeah seriously this sounds <laughs> terrifying but yeah um my rock my indoor rock climbing buddy was janet oh that's yeah, awesome. awesome all the time we'd go to this where where the heck did we, we used to go to this one gym down i don't even know where it was couldn't tell you i don't know somewhere in the city we'd <laughs> go to it and then there's one place up here called the gravity vault there's a place in new Paltz too we went there a couple times that one, that one, I will say, was the hardest one. Even though the the walls are not very tall, uh, for people who are not familiar with New Paltz, it is like a mecca for rock climbing. Right. Um, and the gym was really hard. Even the gym, we were like, oh boy. Yeah, it's very hard. Is there such thing as indoor hang gliding? Hang gliding, that's Trapeze? a whole... You mean zip lining? No, like... I think hang gliding, it's like when you like, you know, like you're like a, one of those flying squirrels. You have like... <laughs> you do mean hang gliding. I've never heard of that. I mean, that'd be awesome. One of those, like, you wear like a, like a, like a cape thing, like a, and you, or no, you like, not like a cape thing. You like hold the bar and yeah. like... You have the little, it's like, it's a, like a, not a kite, but it's like, I don't it's know. Like what a it's kite Maybe it's called a kite. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It looks like that. You're just gliding through the air. But I don't know how you land, so that's kind of scary. That's why I want to do it indoors. Are you afraid of heights, Idris? Not really, but I mean, who's not kind of afraid of heights? I mean, scary. I mean, like I stand on like the second story of a mall near the railing and I get a little dizzy, so I'm very afraid of heights. Yeah, I think I'd get a little dizzy. The I older think. I get, the more vertigo I definitely have. Yeah, like I had vertigo recently. Uh, like twice actually and my doctor was like my nurse rather she was like it's because you're not drinking enough water and you're rushing around too much (laughs) i mean i'm sure there's an element of it but i'm sure it goes beyond that (laughs) but who knows i'm not a doctor yeah me neither we should ask janet seriously well that was our thanksgiving episode (laughs) (laughs) but And thanks for joining us, guys. It was a great chat about uh, food. I mean, who doesn't love food? Really, who doesn't love food? I love food. I mean, sometimes I do feel like in the middle of eating, it's such a chore, but like food is so satiating. Oh my gosh. The beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Just when you have a mountain of food on your plate, that's when it's a little too much. Maybe I should eat to be satisfied instead of full these you days. Be, you got to eat slowly. Yeah. You're supposed to like put your fork down. Oh, I'd be chewing. Mindful eating. I do a lot of chewing. I like chew. That's good. You know, eater. that's great for your digestion. Yeah, I'm a slow eater. Good. For sure. 
Tracy, you mentioned you and Chris are going to be doing a rap battle for Thanksgiving. Oh, explain this to me. <laughs> yeah. If we uh if we can record it, we'll add it on to the end as our exit music. <laughs> tell us more. What's what's the thoughts behind this? What's the idea? What are you battling? Um so it, we, no copyright issues, yeah, for sure. Hopefully no copyright issues. Tend yeah. to have this um this habit of making songs or like changing the lyrics to songs or whatever. Um I don't really know how this got started, but we started changing the lyrics of Lil John's Get Low to Thanksgiving themed words. And we had a little clash of creativity and could not get on the same page. So we're going to do our own versions and have a rap battle about it. Uh oh. I'm very excited for this. Tracy over here. I love this. May the best man win. Yeah, I'm about it. Maybe we're wagering an extra slice of pie or something, but... Oh, no. The stakes need to be higher. (laughs) We will work this out. I think it'll be great. It'll be really funny. Because I'm a really bad singer. But I'm rapping, so I think... You're rapping. But if I remember correctly, you do have some rap skills. Like, you were good with the rhymes. And you have uh, rhythm, because you were in Step Squad. Exactly, that's what I... Yep. You're going to be fine. I think I'm very good at rhyming or replacing words to rhyme. Yeah. I I like kind of, I can't place the memory, but I feel like I do have a legitimate memory of you being good at rhyming and like creating rap rhymes. Didn't you do something? All I gotta say is beat, 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 motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, this is going to be amazing. I can't. (laughs) that's clearly gonna be a clip yeah seriously (laughs) oh my god God. it's gonna be real good is chris behind you (laughs) does that mean turn around and look at hi chris hi chris (laughs) hi chris (laughs) he said what (laughs) everybody said hello they can't wait to hear your rap. <laughs> they can't wait to hear, to hear your rap. Destroyed by MC Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm excited to hear you both. <laughs> beep, beep, motherfuckers. <laughs> beep, beep, motherfucker. <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Golf club. Alter ego on. What am I gonna wear? <laughs> Pink wig. Oh my god. We should dress you up. I, I'll film the video of both of you and edit it that night. So don't think I won't. Okay. Oh yeah, she definitely will. She's like, so you better plan your outfits now because we might as well go all out for it. Totally. It would be my honor to film and edit it. Okay. I gotta go. I'm tired. <laughs> Loopy. <laughs> so guys, uh enjoy your Thanksgiving and uh Make some uh, Thanksgiving leftover sandwiches. Yeah. And if yeah. anybody has uh, been to that 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea dinner experience, let Tell us, us know. about it. Yeah, let us know for sure. And uh, have a good one. And uh, so tell your family to ask that hi. You know, this yeah. isn't hugs for me. Exactly. Hug your loved ones. Be Hug thankful. your loved ones and, and tell them that you're so thankful and grateful for them like I will this Thanksgiving. Yep. We're thankful for y'all. 
Love you. Thankful for you all. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Ciao. This is my exit shuffle. I'm feeling like really on brand because I I match my background. I love it. I love it. Hot pinks are color, girl. Get it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Art Kids. For artwork, more info on our guests, and music credits, visit the Art Kids website at artkidspodcast.com. That's Art Kids with a Z. Until next time, peace out.